This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. Jack Fritz, we are actually talking... About a hot Phillies team, buddy. Phils are hot, Phils are hot, Phils are hot, Phils are hot. Gosh, it's so beautiful, isn't it? It's it's such a beautiful thing. Let me start out by apologizing. Thank you. The reason the reason the pod wasn't out yesterday, Jack likes to make jokes about me being old, but guess what? I'm bleeping old. And I, I went to my buddy's 40th birthday party on Saturday night. I... I'm still feeling it, buddy. Wow. I'm still feeling it. I'm so tired and still hungover that I'm not even going to make a big joke. I'm just going to say Jim Nance. And now that's out of the way. That's how tired and hungover I am. A truly once great, great (laughs) in his prime, uh, you know, drinker has really just really fallen off. Uh, You know, and and I, I honestly like. You know, performances by elder statesmen the last couple weeks have been the big thing. Um, but I would say that this is right up there with Phil Mickelson winning the PGA. <laughs> like, I don't like, I mean, staying up till however late you stayed up till maybe 5 a.m. I don't know. That's what the sources are saying. It was 5 a.m. Yes. <laughs> yes. As a, Unbelievable. As a, as a near 40 year old, sure is ambitious. Yeah. Um, I respect it. I respect that you tried to have a throwback performance. Um, unfortunately, I think you might've fallen short and took you out, took you two days to to bounce back. But, um, yeah, it's just, you know, you know, fills are hot, fills are hot. And, you know, we're trying to capitalize on the big momentum and James is like, you know what? Can't I'm out. (laughs) And it's like, I didn't even even tell Jack why I couldn't. I literally just texted him saying I can't record. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was all I had in me. Left it as vague as possible, which is always great (laughs) when you're, when you, when you're dealing with someone who has a young child and everything else. So, you know, yeah. Meanwhile, fine. I was the one who's not fine. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm worried about Seltzer's family. This guy just had to stay (laughs) up till 5 (laughs) a.m. partying with his buddy. I'm feeling it, Jack. I'm still feeling it. But you know what? What? I'm feeling a lot better because the Phillies are freaking awesome, man. Seven of nine, four straight, winning three straight series. Like, what is this? Jack, they won two games over the weekend against New York Yankees. They put up eight runs and seven runs and didn't hit a home run. Small ball, hits, putting the ball in play, Jack Fritz. What am I watching? Not striking out, low strikeout rate in baseball over the last two weeks. Yeah, who's shout out to Mid Major Matt? He tweeted that at us. It uh, and going into that, the second worst strikeout rate in all all of baseball. So like fundamental changes with how this team is playing baseball the last wow, week. Crazy, crazy concept that hitting the ball, putting the ball in play, equals more success. Wow. Well, and honestly, in all, in all seriousness, like winning baseball games this way is way. It's like. It's just that's how winning baseball is done. That's how more sustainable. Well, exactly. Right. And like like you see you see postseason teams. They do the little things right. That's how you win big. And like for the Yankees, they came into town this weekend and they're all they try to do is hit dingers. And and it's like it's like that's what the Phillies were for most of the season. It was just dinger or not dinger. And and the fact that they're 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 it's almost like they've changed their offensive approach on the fly. And it's it's been crazy to see. You know, I think I pointed it out around the Marlins series where I was like, they're starting to do things a little bit differently here. 
And I think that we're just starting to see them get comfortable with an offensive approach. They're starting to 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 do some things like, you know, put guys in motion, hit and run, bunt and stuff. And it just seems like there's a way higher attention to detail that we just hadn't seen. And and maybe now, James, and we've been hard on the guy, but maybe now we're starting to see the Girardi influence over this roster. Because we've been dying. Like, like we've literally we've been dying to find the Girardi influence over this roster. And like the team that I've watched for the last two weeks, that's a Girardi. That's what I thought we were getting with a Girardi-led baseball team. That's what I thought we were getting. I thought we were getting a solid defensive team. They've had their hiccups, but they're not very talented defensively. Uh, doing the little things well, pitching well, bullpen more consistent. I know Hector did his Hector thing on on Saturday. I get it, but like overall, I feel like he's finally settling into his role. There hasn't been like there hasn't been crazy double switches. He's double switching when they make sense. Like. Maybe we're oh, buddy. a crazy thought. concept, but maybe we're finally starting to see the real Joe Girardi stand up. And like, I don't want to kill Joe Girardi. Like, I just, I just want to love the Phillies and love my manager and believe in them. And the guy that I had seen the first half of the year and last year was not a guy that I believed in. But man, I think we're starting to see his influence over this roster. This weekend was fun. They're playing a good brand of baseball. And please, for the love of God, do not crap down your leg on this West Coast road trip. <laughs> I mean, that's really it, right? Because winning at home, while it's fun and nice, and three walk-offs in a row, by the way, Jack Fritz, two in a row for a girl we'll get to, but but it's all whatever until they show they can do a road trip like this and win some games. And honestly, we'll be ecstatic if they just split. Just split out there. Take three of six, and we'll be, you know, sell, singing your praises. Like, just show us something on the road, especially a West Coast trip. But to your point, too, Jack, like, and and please, please let this be the Joe Girardi moving forward because it has certainly been a better brand of baseball. And we're also seeing the thing that we've talked about. We talked about it last pod, too, but, like, over the last, 10 games or so, the 17 to three on, we're seeing some life from these guys, man. Like we talked about last time, but it looks like they're having fun playing baseball. It looks like they're all like in it. Everybody hits They're You know, there's, there's an energy there that we haven't seen all season. And, and it's, it's refreshing, man. Like it's fun to watch them play right now. Yeah. And, and, and it's because, you know, and I love homers, and I love – and, like, the Blue Jays hit seven the other day, and I was like, wow, I didn't think that was – I think it was eight. I think well, it was did eight. Did it end up at eight? Um, but, yeah, like – Black Girl Jr. homers every game. You dude, didn't know that? He just – it's every game he gets one. I love him. I love him. Um, yeah, but, yeah. but like, having an offense that just goes on a run, and it's, like, single, single, and then, like, a ball in the gap, like, that's that's fun baseball. And and they're, they're just playing fun baseball and, and credit to the guys at the top of the lineup. Like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's like a they, great point. They can just jump on you. I mean, like Odubel, he'll, he'll jump on a first pitch and slap it through the left side. And it's like, Oh, awesome. We already got a guy on first base, but really the key to me, and I know he's scorching hot right now, but like Segura is such a throwback to old hitter. Like he reminds me, he's always reminded me a ton of Placido Polanco. Like, just in the two-hole, he's going to work in at bat. He's going to grind in at bat down. And right now, with the way he's going, like, he's just shooting balls to the right side, you know, and he's looking to do power by hitting balls in the gap and stuff like that. But it's not even it's not even early in counts. Like, he's getting eight pitches in. Like, he's getting eight pitches into these at-bats, making a pitcher work, and then you and then most well, – not most times, but a good amount of time, you have runners on first and second with Bryce Harper coming up. Like, that's 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 how this offense was was built. And, and honestly, I think they're going – 
as far as 37 and and Segura are kind of kind of taking them right now. I mean, Hoskins is in like what, what an 0 for 24 stretch. Yeah. And Harper's clearly still coming back from the from the IL. He did smoke the ball on Saturday, which was good to see, and he's he's got some hits here and there, but not the price that we we're seeing earlier. I mean, this team is being carried by one and two in the lineup. Yeah, and it's funny too because we talk about the type of baseball they're playing. It makes sense when it's fueled from those two guys because that's their type of baseball. Go up, see ball, hit ball. You know, and and that's what the Phillies have been doing, putting it in play. And Segura, absolutely, man. I mean, this is the best Gene Segura we've seen since he's been here. We're it's actually the guy. getting, we're actually getting a throwback. The Gene guy we Segura thought we were getting, yeah. right? Like the the batted three hundred or better three seasons in a row before he got here. Like that's this dude. And you've been saying two holes since the moment he got here as the perfect two hole type of guy, and he is showing it right now. And and like you said, it sets up the rest of the lineup. And, and yeah, Reese has been bad, but we know he's a hot, cold guy. And and Reese came through when they needed him. Reese came through when JT wasn't there, when Harper wasn't there, and helped kind of get them some wins when they needed them. And now the other guys are picking it up, and that's what good teams do. Like, baseball's all about streaks. It's all about hot streaks and cold streaks. Every player in the world goes through hot and cold streaks. It's about the other guys picking you up and, and people coming through when you need it. And it feels like we're starting to see that type of team. And, and look, it's the thing we've said from – for the last month plus, whatever, is that ultimately this team needs the offense. It They're not good enough defensively. They have a great top three uh, at the rotation, but, like, the pitching staff is not going to carry this team. Like, they need to score runs, and when they start to do that, good things happen, Jack. Right, and you are starting to see guys pick each other up. Like, even when even when they make a mistake, like a doable, I think, Thursday, Thursday when he hit the ball off the wall but wasn't running, yeah. and he should have yeah. been on third base. I mean, Segura hit the ball down the line, and he and he doubled down the line and, and picked his teammate up. And um, like you're just starting, you're starting to see it up and down the lineup. There's a renewed energy about him. You know, obviously Hoskins is struggling. I think JT is still hitting the ball really well. Bryce is hitting the ball really well. Um, and then you get to, to to Bomer, and we talked about this. I don't know a couple podcasts ago, but like he's the he's almost the key to this whole thing turning around. And what you've seen over the weekend, last couple weeks, or last I would say week. He's starting to get more comfortable, and he's starting to smoke some balls. Rather than grounding the ball hard to the right side, he's finally lifting it a little bit and hitting more line drives. So, you know, if they can get Boehm going along with everything else, it makes the Reese struggles not hurt as bad. Like, the, Reese, is, Reese is killing him right now, which is, I mean, I he's an up-and-down player. We get it. He did carry him for a little bit, but the, the facts are the facts, and he's he's killing him right now. So, you know, maybe if Boehm starts going up here a little bit, then you can move him up the lineup, move Reese down a little bit till he gets going. Like, it's just a very interchangeable lineup, and – when they're going like this, and you know, I saw the Bra- I saw it during the Brave series, I saw it during the the National series, and even against the Yankees, like this is a this is a really dangerous lineup, and that's what made the first I don't know month and a half, two months of the season so frustrating. It's like they're way better than this, and they 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 have way more talent than they than they are showing right now, and that's what they're doing. Like their their talent is finally starting to shine through, and we're seeing a deep lineup. Like it doesn't really get shaky. Until you get to 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 you know Torres and you get who's to, been good who's, who's, been, who's good. been perfectly fine and plays just a very fun shortstop like just a fun yeah. shortstop oh yeah what like a guy who could play good defense like what a wild thought that oh, is in a crazy position yeah it's a crazy yeah. concept yeah no but it's also a good point too with you know as you know Didi coming back hopefully soon I know he had the he said the AAA assignment had some soreness so it's still feeling that out but but we talk so long about how bad the depth is and the bench is. Once you get everyone back and this lineup gets dangerous, then also the bench is so much better. Like 
Brad Miller coming off the bench is a lot better than Brad Miller having to start every game. You know, Luke Williams coming off the bench is better than Luke Williams having to start every game. Like, they have guys who you can kind of start to feel like, okay, man. And then when Torreyes, like, all of a sudden you feel better about the bench, it all comes, you know, it all starts to to make sense from a roster perspective once they, these guys get back and start hitting and stuff. And, and again, I just... You know, the top two in the lineup have been great. Like, they've really, they've really carried this team. And Segura, I mean, just so much credit there. Uh, you know, and again, I know that he's not always going to hustle. I, I think what we've learned with Gene Segura at this point is, you know, he is who he is, <laughs> you know, at this point in his career. He's got his flaws, but but the dude can hit. The yeah. dude can hit. Well, and he's a guy, a guy this team needs right now. And and I think when he's going like this, it's almost like it, it, it goes, it, it funnels throughout the entire team. Like, He's clearly just excited to be there right now. Like, and he's excited for everything that has to do with the baseball game. And that level of excitement, I think, just just kind of feeds through the entire team. And and now that he's hitting well, it doesn't bother me that it's it's him messing around with the other players. I actually think is funny. Um, I love it. Yeah. I've always liked it, but I I get it when he when he's going bad, it's harder to enjoy. Or when like Acuna is just ripping us for a weekend and like, <laughs> I know. And he's like, "Hey, buddy, how you yeah, doing?" Let's yeah, yeah. I fight mean, out there. yeah. But now it's like, oh, it's amazing. So, um, yeah. But his energy, I think, kind of just feeds through the rest of the team. And you know, those guys at the top, they can just jump on you. And they can they can jump on you fast, and all of a sudden you got runners on first and second with Bryce Harper coming up, and that's just that's tough for any pitcher to have to deal with. Yeah, and that's the way this lineup was supposed to work, and we're seeing it work. And again, if Bohm can get going, man, like it, it's pretty exciting to think about what this lineup can do and what they could be if they stay healthy. If Bohm can get going, if Didi comes back and gives you some power from that spot, you know, another left-handed bat in there, you know, you're feeling. It's exciting, man. And Harper can get back to hitting the ball. The park, you know, he's doing great. You could tell he's still kind of working his way back, but he's, you know, finding holes, putting the ball in play. And and again, we go back to it. It's so silly. But when you put the ball in play, good things can happen. If you don't put the ball in play, guess what? Nothing good can happen. You know, so I know it's simple, but I just I really hope this is a fundamental change, Jack, with the, the approach, the way they go about their business. And like you said, a Girardi thing, but. Like, the last two weeks, if they can keep doing this, like, there is real reason to believe that this team can compete for this division. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, for as much credit as we're giving Girardi here, I, I I think it was T-Mac or maybe it was Fransky just said that, you know, hitting the ball the opposite way is a Joe Dillon thing. So, you know, maybe we're starting to see his his influence over this roster, but... It's just it's just a fun brand of baseball, and and again, it looks like they're finally having fun, and that's that's a thing that I just that's what made the losing hurt even more. It's like do you guys even care to be there? And now, like for for the first time, I really have felt like that they are a team, you know, and 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 they're they're starting to 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 get each other, and they're starting to understand each other, and that was the what we talked about earlier in the year about how these guys were all brought in from the outside, and they were expected to create a new culture. And maybe now we're we're starting to see that new new culture kind of manifest and and start to to figure out how each other works and how they can kind of push each other and how they can back off because it just it just takes a while. And when they're all brought in from the outside and expected to come together and and win ball games, it's just hard when when things get tough. 
And I just think that right now they are they're they're figuring out what makes each guy go, and they're finally having fun. They feel comfortable around each other, and I just think that is so massive for the rest of the season. And, and that's why that's part of the reason why I don't think this is some flash in the pan. Why I don't think this is some like oh they just popped up for a week and then they're back to being same old Phillies. Like I just have a different feeling about this baseball team. Yeah, and again, I think they have a different feeling. Like again, on a basic level, it looks like they're enjoying themselves. Luke Williams like saved the season. Yes, we said it in the moment. Luke Williams saved the season. Um, but also to the point you just made, that's why this West Coast trip is so important for yeah. me. Yeah. Because this is the first chance for the group that we're seeing right now, playing the way they're playing, with everyone back and the energy there, to go do what you always talk about and create that energy on the road. Create your own fire on the road and that's been the struggle for this team all right uh we'll get to the dodger series again later in a sec but um i want to get to the pitching real quick uh we'll get to the bullpen in a sec Vinny, you know okay five innings two runs you know uh, yeah. an okay Vinny outing you know the the two prior had been bad where you at on Vinny right now he's i mean he's i have no idea where i'm at on Vinny because <laughs> like i don't know how anyone could have a take on Vinny. like He's fine. I mean, like this, like Saturday was fine. Uh, a lot of people are saying, like, why didn't Girardi leave him out there? Because do you, like, Vinny, as he goes deeper into a ball game, is not going to get stronger. And he then third time through is just not a good mix with Vinny. So uh, I was cool with him pulling him there. Like, I don't know. He's still a little nibbly, but he's fine. I mean, the the problem with Vinny is that he, he, it just hurts with Spencer Howard being as up and down as he is because you don't know what you're going to get from him. Like if Vinny's your fine, if Vinny's your five, then then five innings, two runs is 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 good enough. Um, but right now he's pretty much their four, so they got to get a little bit more out of him. Um, but like, listen, I think I think more often than not, I would say two thirds of the time, you're going to get a pretty good Vinny game, and by pretty good, I mean six innings, three runs or less, and I'll take that. And I I because his stuff is good. And he does seem like he's getting more comfortable with it. But if you're asking me if I, he's going to get back to what he was in May, I just I don't feel that way. I think he can mix one of those in. I just don't think he's going to be an utter disaster. Well, it's good, man. I, I will take a not utter disaster from Vincent Velasquez. Like you said, six innings, three runs or less. Five innings, two runs or less. Like, sure. You know? Sure. I'm good with that. Right. Nola, is he back? He is close to being back. I will say, I will say, yeah. Like his fastball command was was definitely much better, and that was really good to see. Uh, his curveball, I actually thought even when he was struggling, was having a nice bite to it. But of course, it's better when he can look at his fastball. Uh, change was pretty good. I will say, for me to to be fully, he's back, he's back, he's back. Now I do think he took a major step forward. Obviously, when he shut down the Yankees, like he did, it was awesome. Um, but he I, he was still a little up in the zone, you know. If, even with his fastball, a couple of strikeouts were up when when JT was calling from you know outside and down. So. Um. Yeah. I mean, listen. It was. It's one of those starts that we needed to see from him because it's like, we you can't project this team going forward if Aaron Nola is going to be what he was his last six starts. So, um, I definitely think it was a a step in the right direction. I would like for him to his fastball to get down a little bit more before I'm like back, back, back. Um, but in Chris Berman standards, I'll say I'm back. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not back, 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 back. I'm just back. I like that. I like that. Look, it's got to start somewhere, and we know, like you know, we've talked about Nola is. The kind of guy will get on a roll and give you, you know, ten straight or something. So, I mean, imagine if you imagine if you can get Wheeler and Nola just. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. Rolling, if it's rolling. like normal Nola, like it doesn't even have to be 2018 Nola, but like good Nola and Wheeler keeps doing what he's doing. I mean, 
that's a serious one too. And Eflin's a serious three. I mean, that's that's real. Like you can compete with most teams with that. Of course, yeah, yeah. I mean, if Nolan and Wheeler are back to being back, I mean, you're talking about the best ones who punch in the NL potentially. I mean, yeah, uh, I think Burns and and Woodruff is the only, and I guess Bueller and, and, and Bauer, or whatever Kershaw, whichever one you want to put. Those are the those are the three that stick out. Burns, I mean, and De, Burns, Degrom and Stroman, or whatever you want to go with. Yeah, just Degrom. Just Degrom. The yeah, whoever's one, the two, and you know. Speaking yeah. of Degrom, real quick, are we watching the Barry Bonds of pitching right now? Like, like a like, are we gonna look at Bar- are we gonna look at the Grom stats this year? Like we look at Barry Bonds' season when he had like a six hundred plus OBP. I mean, we. I mean, if he continues on this path, he's gonna freaking break Bob Gibson's record. Yeah, like Dude. I mean, we're heading towards a a, a sub one ERA from him. So Dude, his ERA plus <laughs> his ERA plus is in the six hundreds. It's unbelievable. It's in the six uh, hundreds. Yeah. Well, it's just crazy to think that this guy who's won back to back Cy Youngs and has clearly been the best pitcher in baseball for two years is better. Like it's the best Degrom we've ever seen. Like, what is that? Well, he's paired with also the worst offense we've seen since nineteen sixty eight. I know that's but, true. But I mean, who's to say with the spider attack? Maybe he'll be terrible <laughs> after this. Um, yeah. I think the one o two, one o one, one o two will still play. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, like I want—I was actually thinking that the other day when I was looking at the stats. Like, I feel like we're gonna look back on this and be like, "Wow, we were watching the greatest pitcher of all time." Um, I mean, it's—it's it's not. It's not impossible. I mean, that's you know a strong statement, but what he's doing is special. And he's literally putting together Arietta's second half in 2015 for yeah. a full season. Yeah, I mean Cor- Corbin Burns is better, but I mean the Grams are pretty good too. Um, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean Burns Burns Peralta Woodruff is nasty. Yep. Bueller Kershaw Bauer is nasty. Uh, Degrom by himself nasty, but I think. Right after That's those, it. and then it's then it's N- Wheeler, Nola, Eflin. Yep. Yeah. Fun to have. Fun I, to have. I don't think there's any question. It is fun to have, and and uh, like I don't think there's any question. All right, less fun. The bullpen. Um, look, enough with the Hector hate. I'm so tired. I Like, that's the thing. People take it so far. Look, is Hector Neris the best closer ever? Obviously not. Is he ideally your closer? Maybe not. You know, if Hector's a seventh, eighth inning guy, no one's bitching about him every single day all the time. But, like, people take it so far. Do you know how many people I've heard over the last couple of days be like, get Hector off the team? And it's like, stop watching baseball. All right, stop watching baseball if your take is get Hector off the team. I'm so tired of it, Jack. Now, Hector had a bad weekend. Yeah. We'll, we'll admit it. Like, that was a tough one and a tough one Thursday, too. Yes. But, um, you know, I, I never worry too much with Hector. But the closer thing, let, let's – look, we like Hector. We think he's very good. But is there a better option on the team right now to close? I mean, all right. So the options are what? Like, like I don't think Coonrod. Archie, Coonrod. Coonrod can't close. And Coonrod. he's been bad. I think it's Archie. Like, I think if we're talking well, about it, I, I also, the way I, they're pitching right now, it's probably Archie. I would put Brogdon in there. I would Like, I personally, I would put Brogdon in there. I get it, but he has not been great lately either. So Has not been great, but I trust his demeanor and his stuff and all that stuff. So like, And look, when he did get that save, when given the opportunity, and in those spots he's shown up. Yeah, like... And the Hector stuff is just so frustrating because, like, he's clearly a good pitcher. Like, like just stop. And then people are like, oh, he lives, lets up runs every time he's out there. It's like, what are you – just say you don't watch the games. Like, just just sit there and just say, hey, I don't really watch the games. Feels like Hector watches every – feels like Hector blows every game I see. 
just just tweet that at me rather than this guy sucks. So, um, yeah, it's it, it is frustrating. And listen, I get it. Like I get that Hector frustrates people. I, do I fully trust him when he comes into a game? Not really. I mean, every one-run game, I'm sweating. I'm shocked he blew the Yankees game on Saturday. I, just, I really am. Um, and I and listen, it's fine. It's just I, the idea of Hector back there is good because then it lets all those other guys do their roles that they're better at. You know, like like all those guys are better setup guys than Hector, I think, would be. And I think Hector is, is fine back there. So, um, But listen, if it keeps happening, I mean, he does have four blown saves. And all that good stuff, um, yeah. I mean, then you can consider a change. But like Bradley Archie's just getting back to where we kind of thought he would be. I mean, him hitting ninety five on Saturday was a really good development. Um, I like Brogdon if they did make the move, but I'm not there yet. You know, if, if this continues heading into the All Star break, I'd consider it. But I mean, he had he had one bad week where his ERA ballooned to barely over three. Relax, relax. He's 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 mostly been a good pitcher here. Yeah, uh, same. And look, if they contend, if they're in at the end of July, I think that's a, a discussion we'll have. Is you know, should they go get um, closer X on a bad team who's willing to be moved, whoever that guy is, a, a Taylor Rogers or of this or that or whatever? Um, you know, it's a discussion that we can have when the time comes. But I think for right now, Hector's the the best option they have. And and if it's not Hector, it's probably Archie just because he's done it before. Yeah. But I think Archie. Gives you value in other spots, too. Speaking of Archie, real quick, uh, go, go go on your little Archie thing. I saw your tweet. Yeah, did you like it? Well, I did. I, I think it's a, a strong point. Yeah, I mean, listen. You're, you're in on Archie the clubhouse guy. Yeah, I mean, listen, Archie, the door is always open. We would love to have yeah, you on the podcast. I mean, we're still here, buddy. Yeah, still I mean, here. still here. Uh, but I, I really do think that his addition to the clubhouse has just been absolutely massive. He is a, he is a good vibes guy, and... Um, you know, he was the one that brought the the straw hat and said, "Hey, we need more life. You know, let's let's get get our guys out of our shell here a little bit." And and the straw hat becomes a thing that when they hit home runs, the whole team can come together and celebrate that guy. And I think that's that's part of modern baseball. It's part of like you see it in, in college baseball all the time. Like everyone has their rallying cries, and that's why I love the bamboo a couple years ago. Did it work for the whole year? No, it didn't. But like it's just it's that kind of stuff's important. And then you see the 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 jersey thing. I mean. Having everyone show up in a in an NBA jersey gets these guys out of their shell. And I heard JT talk last week about like, you know, we're not the most outgoing team and we're not like the, these big emotion guys. Like we kind of stick to ourselves. And Archie is almost tasked with trying to get that out of these guys. And I think that is massive because, you know, we talked about team building. We talked about getting these guys together and believing each other. Well, if none of them ever come out of their shell, then no one's going to know anything about each other. So what we're seeing now and what we've seen these last, you know, week, I want to say, week and a half, is a team that's starting to 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 have some fun and they're they're not miserable going to the ballpark and there's laughs and there's like they're starting to learn learn each other a little bit. And I think Archie, now they're starting to pitching starting to pitch well is, is nice, but I think his biggest addition to this team is just the camaraderie and and forcing guys to have fun and just like coming in and being good vibes guy. Like that is that is massive for a baseball team. And, like, you know, there were so many just downers the last couple of years. Heath Embry, Workman. Like, you can just tell, like, ah, miserable to be here. Archie's not miserable to be there. Brad Miller's not miserable to be there. Like, those are two really important clubhouse guys. And what you're starting to see is you're starting to see these guys come together. And I, and, and I hope it continues because, 
Like we could be in for a really fun summer because what I've seen these last, you know, week and a half, two weeks is, is the makings of what could be a fun summer. So again, massive West coast road trip, but I think Archie's biggest um, thing he's brought to this team has been just the vibes and, and getting these guys comfortable and getting them to, to kind of break out of their shell here a little bit. And, and that's just, that's just massive. And we're starting to see the benefits of it now. It's so big, man. And I'm so with you. And, and you could tell from the moment Archie got here when he did that interview with Angelo and you hear him talk and you hear the way he goes about it. Like, you're like, all right, this is an awesome guy. Like, this is just a dude who's awesome and loves to have fun and seems like a a great guy minus, you know, not coming on a a particular podcast, but but like I'm with you, man. I think he's kind of changed the the vibe there, and they need that. They desperately needed that, as we talked about so much heading in. So if Archie is the catalyst for it, which it does seem like from from everything we hear, from the straw hat to the attitude and all that, like props to Archie, man. That that's so big, and they need it. They needed a guy like that. They need someone who's going to make it fun and loose, and and to the point we always say, like, have fun. This should be fun. Now it's going to be. Look, they're not going to win out the no. rest of the year. So. So, like, it's going to be, does this carry through the hurdles? You know, does this carry through the tougher times? And can you get back to that point is going to be the 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 hurdle that we're going to see if they can clear. But um, I, it's exciting, man. This is the most excited we have been about the Phillies this season easily. And well, honestly, really, in the last few years, right? Well, I mean, at least in terms of, of what we're seeing right now. Like, you know, obviously when Harper signs, like, there are different things in the offseason. But in terms of in the season, other than that first week of Harper. Right. Like, I feel like this is the most excited I've been about a Phillies team since then. Well, I was pretty giddy after they swept the Braves um, to open the year this year. But sure. I, but, but this, this has felt the, to me, this has felt the most real because of, of the way they're winning. So it's, it's the 15 runs without a homer. It's Archie with the straw hat. It's them wearing jerseys, them having fun. And honestly, three straight walk-offs. And I know with the, with the run on second base rule and all that, like it, it kind of, you know, waters down the term walk-off. But you're, they're finding ways to win ball games, and you know the the Hector blows it on Saturday, they come right back and win. And you know maybe Rawls Chapman, maybe not a closer. So um, like it's just the way they're winning, the style of baseball they're playing. Now it's easy to do that at home. Like it's easy to do that at home. The real measure of how good this team is, like we might know the fate of the Phillies after after this West Coast road trip. It's crazy, buddy. It is crazy, especially going west. Like this is a real road trip first. Two of the five best teams in baseball record-wise. Uh, I think the only two, the, the two best records in the National League. It's the Giants and the Dodgers. And the only teams that have better records than them in baseball are Tampa Bay and, and I believe Oakland maybe. Like, there are two teams – or no, excuse me, T- uh, Tampa Bay and the White Sox are the only two teams with a better record in all of baseball than the San Francisco Giants. And no one in the National League has a better record than the Dodgers or the Giants. So, you know, it's real. Like, yeah, not but- only West Coast, but you're playing – Two baseball teams that that have been playing great baseball. I need this whole Giants thing to end. Like they, like man. they are just not that talented. They're just not. I, it's, it's driving me crazy. Like you got it, when you got a great manager, man. Yeah, it can lift you up. when you have a great general manager, it's 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 easy to be propped up that way. So far, far on. I need the Phillies to end this whole Giants thing this week. Wouldn't that be beautiful if if the Giants skid? coincides with the Phillies that would just that would be poetic and I and I would be very very in on it right Uh, all right last thing for me before the take bag and I'm assuming it's in the take bag but I gotta bring it up okay uh you're what 26 or 27 you turn 26 right I'm 27 27 very mature uh 
What 27-year-old has never run a grill before in their life, Jack? This 27-year-old. <laughs> I grill master. Yeah, Mazel, I just man. I don't Mazel. I don't get the big deal. I didn't know I was being followed by a thousand you know grill masters. <laughs> some of us some of us mature at a different rate as everyone else. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out life over here. I'm getting ripped on Twitter saying, "Oh, make sure you, James brings this up so he can make fun of you." You know, I Did people I, actually say that. I only saw your tweet. I no, didn't see I any responses. No, my oh, good, okay. our good friend Steve pointed made wanted to make sure that you brought it up uh, on this podcast. Shout so, out to Steve. Um, no, you know, I'm just trying to be I'm trying to be a real human to my Twitter followers and and just be like, listen, this is what I'm doing, you know, real relatable content per usual. And uh, you know, I got ripped for it. And you know, I'm sorry that all of you matured at a at a faster rate than me, but I'm figuring out this whole adult thing every single day. I don't like being an adult. I got to be honest with you. I wish I could just drink and hang out with friends and chill all the time. But you know what? Some of us have to grow up. And I'm starting to think about the bigger picture with the grill. I'm thinking about, like, future cookouts with kids and stuff. And I can't blow it. Like, I don't want to be the guy that, that can't master a grill. And, you know, people ask me, well, when you were in college, didn't you grill with people? It's like, yeah, maybe. But also, you know, I didn't want to blow it for everyone else. I wanted them to have good burgers and good dogs. You know, I didn't want to ruin it for them. And when I was growing up, my dad was a good cook. So he made all stuff on the grill. And I didn't want to blow the grill up. So, listen. Join me on my journey to adulthood. I'm trying to figure this whole thing out. And yeah, I grilled for the first time yesterday, and it was hard. But you know, you battle through it, and you get better. That's what life's all about, James. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you. Growing before my eyes. Does it bring it soon? Soon enough, soon enough, it's going to take you three days to get over a hangover. So just get ready. Well, listen, I I, I hope I don't ever get to that point because that is just <laughs> that is just very. I'm sad. still. Jack. I know. I right, know. What's in the take? Back, I though? know, buddy. Oh, the take back. How about Travis Jankowski making up for it? Run all <laughs> in all seriousness. Him getting to second base the other night and taking out a double play in extras was such a smart baseball play, and it's it was under talked about and underappreciated. But on the on the on the walk off by Segura on Saturday, Jankowski's on first. They get one out, or they get there's no outs, and he has the wherewithal that when that ball's popped up to 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 a fly out, I think Urshela or Sanchez caught it. He had the wherewithal to get to second base so that a double play does not end the game, and you just don't know how that affects what Urshela does on the Segura ground ball. Does he? Does he? Or even where he's playing defensively, like you know it, what like I mean? It's, like it's probably still corners it, in. Like it, it's probably still corners in. Probably, but not not a lock. Probably. And, and the same outcome probably happens. But I just thought in that scenario to get that right was massive, and I thought it was really good base running. And uh, you know we got to give props because he, he was because yeah, we killed him. Yeah, he made yes. the worst Look, base running right, decision man. I'd ever seen. Yeah. He deserves props for that because he did get destroyed and rightfully so for that. So when you do the right thing, that's that deserves credit. Good call. I'm not a big uh, cancel guy, but uh, I feel like we have to cancel Luke Williams. I'm very sorry. He had the Nets thing. Yeah, I mean Luke. It's buddy. Bad. I mean, what are you doing, dude? Well, now here's the one. Here's the one thing. Is he like from New Jersey? No, he's from California. Um, what are we doing? Well, right. but 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 here's what could have happened is that. His teammates in a rookie hazing thing said, "Hey, we know this is going to be caught on camera. We're going to get you a Durant Nets jersey so that you know the Philly fans get mad at you." Now it seems a little harsh by the teammates. Yeah. I think I think he's yeah. just a Kevin Durant fan. Um, but Luke, buddy, Sixers playoffs, 
yeah, we're going to have to take down Kevin Durant. And I just think it's a bad look. Yeah, it was a horrible look. You're, be smarter, Luke. Don't do that. Don't be dumb. Everyone gets it. So he's like, canceled. Look, you don't. Yeah, I think so. Because yep. you don't have to be a Sixers fan if you're here. Just don't rub the nets in our faces. Right. Like, that's it. Come on, and also, don't be a Nets fan, you loser. Yeah, anyway. No, well, he's, he's a Durant fan. That's what it is. Okay. Well, if we can get... So he's like a, what, one of these kids who doesn't have a favorite team. He's right. got a favorite player. All right, right buddy. Right. Um, but if, right. We, if we do get Luke on the podcast, uh, we will have to ask him about it because we didn't appreciate well, it. we do. Yeah. yeah, we don't lie. No. That's what it is. No, and, and, and uh, we're, we ask tough questions, and we will grill Luke Williams on wearing the Durant jersey, but at the time being, he's canceled. So... Um, it was a good run. I appreciate the walk-off. I appreciate you saving the season, Luke, but I'm sorry, buddy. It's over. Yeah, I, I have no complaints with that. I have another take. What it is. I have another take on the jerseys. Um, Brandon Kinsler cannot wear Kobe. Like, like I'm sorry. Like, that's that's the rules. I mean, like, Kinsler, like, Kobe is far too important to. Yeah, to... if Bryce wants to wear Kobe, right. okay. Right. You know, that works. But, yeah, I'm with you. Right. I mean, here's my real reaction to that. Brandon Kinsler still on the team, Jack? Somehow. What's, what are we doing here? GM Bryce, baby. Um, the Phillies have three pitchers in the top 20 in war, which is just so I beautiful. I saw that in the top 16, right? Oh, I think even better. 16. Even better. <laughs> God, it's just so nice having a good top three. Uh, tonight is going to be really interesting. Uh, Bailey Falters going to be the piggyback guy to to Spencer, I think. I think Ranger might be able to do it. But again, Girardi, why are you pitching Ranger Suarez in a 7-3 game on Saturday? Like, when you know, or was it Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. Because uh, you know Spencer Howard's starting on Monday. Like, what, what are we doing? I mean, whatever. It, it was weird to me, but uh, Falter's out there, and they do seem like that they're going to kind of run that plan out there. And and uh, Bailey Falter has been unbelievable at AAA. So um, you're, the, the Rockies thing was not a good start for, for him, but... Um, you know, I think there's there's talent there, and he's got a really high spin fastball. And he's a model's darling, and I'm excited to see what he can do. Well, he also I can't I apologize. It was either Matt Gelb or Matt Breen that tweeted it. I can't remember, but he has the deepest release in all of baseball. So like the ball leaves his hand closer to home plate than anyone else in the sport, which makes a 92 mile per hour fastball seem just a little bit faster. So I know that's a weird little thing, but I, that is important. Well, you know, that, that, you know, the later it gets out, the the quicker it gets to you. Well, that's what we used to call the Robertson. Remember that? Of course. Yeah. The David, Robertson. David Robertson had the longest stride in baseball and he was like five yeah. eleven. Um, yeah, no, he is a, he is a models darling. The, the models love Bailey Falter because the fastball, again, high spin efficiency, jumps on you and yeah that that release point makes a lot of sense so i think there i legitimately think there's some talent with bailey falter and i just hope that we uh we see it tonight and also spencer maybe five innings tonight yeah okay <laughs> yeah maybe five. Yeah, yeah against the dodgers okay I, I love west coast games I, I it's been two years it's been two years and i know that we're older now so like i know you uh, in particular have a long one but like i just feel like the real fans are up at for the for the west coast games and i thoroughly enjoy them I thoroughly enjoy West Coast games, and I can't wait to see Dodger Stadium tonight. I can't wait for all of it. Also, uh, very upset that the game this weekend's on Peacock. I don't have Peacock. I guess I'll have to do a free trial. But it's just like, what are we doing? Why are we putting? Why are we putting? I have a... Peacock. You can use my Peacock, buddy. We'll coordinate. Oh, nice. You got Peacock. Great. Gotcha. Awesome. I need gotcha. that. Um, so yeah, it's just like whatever. Stop putting baseball games on streaming services that no one has. But... Totally with you on this. Like YouTube, sure. 
everyone's got freaking YouTube. That's cool. Like when you have to pay for a service that a lot of people don't have, but people pay for cable. And obviously I'm not, you know, one to talk, but like, like put them on the cable that the people pay for the package for. All right. Like it's just the right thing to do. And if you want to put on these other streaming services for other people, fine, but still put it on the package that people pay to get. Like it's the right thing to do in my opinion. So I I'm with you on that one. Like we pay for the regional sports packages. Like that's yeah. part of the gig. Yeah. Um, so, and by the way, with you on the like, other than the fact that I get up at six in the morning now, and and it sounds horrible to, uh, especially you know, sleepy hangover guy. Um, but I do love West Coast baseball, and like weekend West Coast baseball is my still my favorite thing yes, in the world. Yes. So, uh, we are exactly one month until the MLB draft, and Ooh. I know, and I'm I'm such Ooh. a I know I'm it's a, usually around now, isn't it? Usually June. Yeah, they push it back. This yeah, year. they push it back, but um. I have to be honest with everyone, and I, I like trust me. I've been doing the research. Like I love the draft, and this is probably the most like this is probably the longest I've been doing it. Like the longest I've been on these guys and and following them to to the best ability that I can. Like I just don't have a guy. Like I always have a guy. What? I know I don't you have a guy got yet. Multiple guys. No, you I got have, your no. guy, and then you got your B guy, your C guy. I have multiple guys like that, but I don't have like my guy that I'm campaigning to go for. Like, because I feel like the, like my guy would be Khalil Watson. Like, I think he's amazing, but I think he's going to go top 10. Um, and I thought he was going to be there at 13 when this whole process started, but it turns out he's probably not going to be. So like, I'm just, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm settling because I think they're going to get a really good player. It's just, I don't, I just don't have that conviction. I mean, I'll get there. Like I'll figure it out and I'll finally get my guy. Um, but my official prediction one month out is to take Ryan Kusick, this right-hander from Wake Forest, get this fastball up to 100. I mean, he's got pretty nasty stuff. His mechanics are a little funky to me, but I think they can be worked out, and you kind of believe in the arm. So um, I think they're going to go. I think they're going to go the college route because I think they want a guy that can um, contribute immediately, or not immediately, but as fast as possible, and they don't want to develop high school players. But again. Like Mick Abel fell to them, and they took him, and it's—I mean, he's unbelievable. He's like, and I, he's already gonna be a top fifty prospect. So I hope that they're not—I hope they're not pigeonholing themselves into a college guy because they wanted to move faster through the system. That's how you drafted the Adam Hazleys of the world, and and that stuff. So um, yeah, I can't wait. Um, I'm sorry that I don't have a guy just yet. You know, I'm still I'm still sorting through everything, trying to figure out where guys are gonna go. But I'll—I will get there. I will get there. Yeah, you better. Honestly, I'm. Incredibly disappointed. Yes. Uh, but you know, you 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 say you'll have a guy. Never lie to the high ups listeners. You better have a guy. I'll have a guy. And to the other point, don't take a college guy because of that. Like that would be that would be the wrong process. Yes. And this team needs to draft and develop well. So draft and develop well. And draft talent. And high school players yep. are a, yep. usually a good return on investment in that sort. Um, yeah. And then the final thing is high hopes night at the brewery, July 10th. Come on out. It'll be fun. We'll have beer. Yes. And, watch and we, we can't announce it yet, but could have something else fun coming. Yeah. Thursday. Let's just say keep a weekend in late July open. Yes. Yes. I think that is a good way to put it. Something fun mm. coming down the pike. Mm. Um, all right. Uh, any final thoughts, Fritzy? Final thoughts. Get me a 10-10. Uh, it would be nice to pair a 10-10 start with a Sixers win. Um, it'll be a fun night. West Coast road trips are the best. And again, just don't crap down your leg. That's all I ask for. Yeah, and you miss Bauer and Bueller, which is good. You still got to face Kershaw, but getting that, I mean, not that Julio Urias is like a great consolation prize, no. but um, it is nice. Well, so we, I'm Wheeler, with you. Wheeler Kershaw on Wednesday is going to be amazing. Oh, buddy. I know. It's going to be 
glorious. I, I, we got the better pitcher for once when we're facing Kershaw. How about that? Yep. How's that coming? Um, all right. My final thought, I would like to apologize Good. to Jim Nance for wow. that horrible just shirking of my responsibilities, my ode to Jim. I just I threw it away earlier because I'm tired and I wasn't into it. So, Jim, I'm sorry. I won't let it happen again. And I appreciate you. Well, he's a professional and you're not. That's what we learned here today. That's the, I, dude, I couldn't do the podcast yesterday because it was hungover. Right. Clearly not a professional. Right. It's time, yes. to be an, it's time to be an adult, buddy. All right. Please don't suck on the West Coast, Phillies. Please, please keep it going. We need it desperately. All right. He's Fritz himself. We'll see you later. <laughs>